You're listening to Kidding Ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Brian. This show is about our journey to parenthood through adoption. All right. Welcome back. Thank you. To, to you, welcome back, welcome home, uh, but also to our listeners, welcome back to Kidding Ourselves. <laughs> yes, joining but mostly us, to me. Yeah, you're joining us in our living room, as always. Our comfy spot. Yeah, Watson's here too. He's on my lap. Uh, he's loving me extra today because I just flew home this morning from Austin and he missed me. Mm-hmm. He literally hasn't left my side till since I got home. <laughs> yeah, time alone with dad is not quite as fulfilling as it is with mom no i sit still and pet him and you are Don't always on the move loud noises and yeah you make lots of loud noises yeah 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 but anyway today we're here to talk about our third um home study interview third and final third and final it's done i mean for our part it's done mm-hmm. so um we'll talk about that talk about next steps a little bit and then we'll do our crazy culture capsule (laughs) whether they have to be crazy this time huh no i just said that (laughs) it added to the alliteration um but let's talk about the interview because this one was together Mm -hmm. so we had already done our individual interviews as we talked about last time and had done um, the one at our house too had done the yeah the thing at our house and that was you know the chillest of all Mm -hmm. but this one we ended up um answering some more questions about our kind of i guess our relationship and how we function as a couple and how we plan to parent and also we made our service plan so we'll talk about what that means as well yeah for sure so it was, uh, I mean, like Emily said, it was super chill, kind of like the rest of them have been, um, chiller than I would have anticipated, but you know, we got to, uh, basically just kind of confirm more information from paperwork that we filled out about, you know, when we met and our relationship together. And she specifically, I think was asking questions just about like how we address conflict, um, you know, disagreements and things like that in our marriage, um, and then, you know, based on those responses, she would have a better idea of, you know, what it would look like with a kid involved as well. Yeah. And I actually liked that. I, I'm i sure it's well thought out, but I've been pleasantly surprised by the process and how you really fill everything out first and think through all the questions so that once you're in the interview room, you know your answers and you're not really having to bounce it back and forth to each other like more of a counseling session it's like yeah we're on the same page because we already have had to talk through all of this and think about all of it so it's smart i approve yeah (laughs) we're big fans but then um the there were a couple questions that we kind of took our time on and made sure we felt comfortable with our answers and um Mostly overall, I mean, I feel like our caseworker probably thinks I'm really uptight, but you made it (laughs) because I was like trying to be on my best behavior, but you were cracking jokes the whole time. Yeah. Well, I, and she laughed. She loved it. Which maybe her job is often dull because people just sit there like me, like, 
this is intimidating. And I wasn't that nervous, but I just felt like I needed to show like how straight laced we are. And look, we can do this. Yeah. Fortunately, there would have been some sort of indication earlier on if they decided that they didn't want us to, (laughs) to parent a child. Oh, I know. But anyway, I just noticed that about you, and I was grateful that she responded well, and well, and that you lightened the mood. <laughs> Happy and to do so. We we also had an intern in the room, which was interesting. I yeah, I kept looking at her because I wanted her to feel included, and um, she but she didn't say anything. Like she yeah. was literally just there to observe. But she I wanted her really to contribute too much. No, and she wasn't supposed to. I'm sure, but she was just seeing how the process works. But yeah. Um, that was cool because we do that at work sometimes with our interns. They get to observe things. And um, so, yeah, just kind of flipped it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So then after we chatted for about what 30 or 45 minutes, um, our caseworker then uh, said, OK, this next part may be a little tougher. Um, you know, some people get kind of emotional during this this part of the process. And uh, she began asking us questions uh, in order to complete our special needs service plan. It's not a special needs service plan. It's just the service plan. I thought it was the special needs service plan. I don't know. She just called it a service plan. Hmm. Creating. We had filled out previously a special needs checklist, but that that's kind of what prepared us for the service plan. But all special needs means in this context, like broadly speaking, is like situations that are different from right. your own, yeah. like what you might be comfortable with. So, well, I, I guess I call it the special needs service plan because I feel like there were a lot of yeah those questions that were present. I mean, the, at the very top, it was, do you have a preference between having a boy or a girl? And like, you know, a nice, easy question. Yeah. Um, and then the further we got into it, there were questions about um, substance abuse before pregnancy prenatal substance abuse, uh, mental illness in the parents, mental illness in the family tree for the parents. There were questions about... um, STDs. Yep, STDs, um, physical disability as well. Yeah, physical. And so it's kind of interesting. Um, And then general medical, like they can usually tell in utero if there's like a small heart heart defect or something that's surgically correctable and you know those are things that you all those ones that might be sounding scary to you out there listening or like well like how did you answer those questions I mean that's pretty personal so I think we might keep that to ourselves for now but um I do think that everyone would respond differently and that's totally up to each person and you know, we based it on our comfort level and preferences and you might have a completely different comfort level than us in your family. And that's wonderful. And I think there is literally a kid out there for everyone, um, in, you know, this situation because they need all kinds of families and all kinds of people adopting. So sure. And different, different families are, are certainly called to adopt, you know, different types of kids, um, and are, you know, more prepared and better equipped and different things. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's a really cool, really cool process. But I will say we, I feel that we remained as open as we can, as we feel equipped, which I would say was pretty open. I mean, 
we really didn't say no to much um right or or we left a lot open to the possibility of saying yes like yeah once present there are certain questions they ask like for instance um prenatal substance abuse um or was that one that that they would ask us about i don't know Oh, like alcohol use. And there were some specific questions about specific drugs that we requested to be like asked about because on a case by case basis, you can, you can just say like, maybe I would be comfortable with that, but it totally depends on the full picture. And until we have that, I'm not comfortable saying yes or no. And in situations like specifically with alcohol, um, it's not uncommon for an expectant mother to underreport on those types of things. And so depending on the doctor and stuff, diff- different people have different views now on like an acceptable amount of alcohol to consume during pregnancy. Some say you shouldn't at all. Some say you can have a glass or two a week. It, it really just depends. Um, with alcohol specifically, kind of a call back to our uh, prenatal substance abuse class that we went to, the, the big danger is when an expectant mother drinks heavily inconsistently during pregnancy and that leads to fetal alcohol syndrome which stays with the child for their entire life Um, Mm. physical you know deformity mental deficiency like it it's a it's a real serious serious deal yeah so and i like your use of expectant mother by the way we recently corrected ourselves on social media i don't know if anyone saw it but um i have create i've started following a lot of um adoption accounts and just people like adoptive parents i'd love to follow more adoptees as i find them um but a lot of great accounts out there are really there to educate you on some of the stuff that we'd like to not only be educated on but then pass along to you so um uh saying expectant mother is more appropriate before you bring your child home because mm-hmm. before the, the child's born well before you bring it home really because if you're if the mom chooses to parent then she could do that anytime within True. that first week and so she remains it you know it's her baby and she's an expectant mother just like any pregnant woman is until she waves her rights and that's all confirmed and and that's when she becomes yeah. I a mean, birth I, mother. Right. And I get what you're saying. Like once the baby's here, she's just a mother. But um, just a mother. That sounded bad. <laughs> I mean, no mother is just a mother. But um, I, yeah, I see what yeah. you're saying now. But. So it's, it's, it's kind of semantics because birth mother is technically true. It's factual. Um, during pregnancy, after the baby's been born. Um, but like Emily said, definitely is just... Um, it's more specific and a bit more respectful um, yes, to differentiate in that way. Yeah, it leaves the door open for her to change her mind and um, decide to parent, which is always a possibility. Yeah, for sure. And with our, we've mentioned before, with our organization that we're working with, the goal is for children to stay with their parents. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, whether, you know, an adoption plan or foster care, um, they don't want for families to be separated. Yeah. And their whole mission is to empower 
these moms to make the right choice for themselves and they're going to be there no matter what for yeah the women and that's part of why we chose this agency and really appreciate all that they're doing on all sides of the adoption triad yeah for sure so that pretty much sums up our our final um we, we say home study interview um and at this point, we are in the second week of April, and we expect to have our home study completed by the end of April. Yes, she said she expects to have it done by April 30th. So in the meantime, we'll be working on our profile book. Yes. And you have to still read that book. I know. I, I'm almost finished. Yeah. I, I've, I mean, my only holdup has been... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you're not done. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway, the profile book is the photo book that we put together along with a letter from each of us to the expectant moms mm-hmm. so that if they um, choose to look at it, they get a sense of our family and our home and us as individual people and just like what our hopes and dreams are for her child um, and what it would look like for that child to be raised in our family. And she's going to choose that by first looking at some mini profiles, which are a very like condensed version of us, like literally on a one page piece of paper, education, um, pets and whatever else. I don't know. I can't remember at this point, but basically it's an overview of our, yeah, our family. And then it'll have three pictures and she'll look at, according to our caseworker, she could look at like 15 of those and then decide who, whose profile book she wants to look at. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do have an idea what we could call our book or our profile. What? Just say, this is us. (laughs) Um, No, that's already a TV show. I could grow a mustache. No. No, thank you. We could change our last name. No. That'd be confusing. Think about it. Just Uh, put it out there. Okay. (laughs) I'll think about it. But anyway, so that's that's what we're going to be working on. We're going to take some photos, like professional photos with our friend Kaylee. Shout out. Who's a professional. Kaylee Rich's photography. She's amazing. Go look her up on Instagram. Kaylee, if you're listening, sponsor us. Well, she is by taking pictures <laughs> for us. Um, and then we gave her a shout out. Um, but seriously, she takes beautiful family portraits and she is willing to take some for us, which is awesome. And so we're looking forward to that and having some updated professional pictures because I think the last time we had like a true like photo session was our wedding. We have a friend, Michelle, shout out to Michelle, another photographer who's amazing. Slash who, painter. Slash painter. Artist? Painter? What, what, what's the correct term? Both. She's... Artiste? Yes. And she is one of our um, best friends. And over the years, she's taken countless amazing photos of us, which is so wonderful to have. But like a set, as far as like sessions go, we haven't done that in a while. And then these will be used for, you know, like the book cover and they really want them to be current photos. So we are going to get some and they're going to be awesome. 
Super and then awesome. we'll finish putting the book together. I will finish putting the book together. <laughs> and then we have to send our book to the agency with our letters and they're going to basically review it and make sure they wouldn't change anything just to be sensitive to any and all situations. So I'm kind of, I'm very grateful for that. A yeah. little check before we get them printed. And then we have to have four of them printed. So I guess that's because at any time they might need multiple copies and probably want to have a backup. Yeah. And then we might, you know, enter it into a couple of uh, like book fairs and stuff. and Scholastic book fair. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll look into distribution. Maybe to may be able to find our... Uh, you could have your very own on your coffee table. Yeah. Amazon.com. Hey, free two-day shipping with Prime. Everyone's dream is a photo book of us on their coffee table. Entitled, This Is Us. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so that is, those are the final ste- <clears throat> steps of our home study process. And we will be done and be waiting. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So um, you want to move on to our crazy culture capsule? <laughs> Crazy culture capsule. Yes. Insert cool sound here. Well, do you want to go first? Um, I forgot what mine was. So <laughs> hold on. I remember what yours was. Oh, f- tell me. It's about the documentaries you've been watching. Oh, yeah. I am a documentary fiend. And I feel like this is such a good way to date the timing of this process because some really good documentaries have been coming out recently and I, I've not watched them all, but I've watched two we're, Well, we're still in the process of watching one together, but I watched the inventor about Elizabeth Holmes and she's the lady who like lied about what her medical testing company could do. And, um, anyway, she's facing charges, but, just watching the documentary is so fascinating. Like the psychology of how you can start a business and have this fraudulent technology and convince all these people to give you money. She was the youngest uh, self-made female billionaire until her company became worthless and literally less than worthless. (laughs) Yeah. It said in the documentary, like her company is valued at less than $0. And I just think that's, insane like people are so interesting and um so that one was really good and then the other one we've been watching together is the case against Adnan Sayed anybody so, is a if anybody out there is a serial listener all those serial heads out there you know you uh you serial leaders um the first season discussed Adnan Sayed and there is a documentary that was put out recently about where the process is now and so we we've got one episode left i know i really want to watch it tonight too because i'm i'm curious what's going to happen i mean i know so (laughs) if you heard that noise that was my phone thinking that i was talking to siri (laughs) cereal siri oh gosh don't say it again she's gonna wake up Anyway, what was I saying? You were saying that you want to find out what's happening because oh, yeah. you know what's happening. We know what's in happening general. in real time. Like he's still in jail, but I just want to know what else they've uncovered. Because at this point, I don't even. I'm convinced that he should not be in jail. So, um, I just want to 
finish it and further confirm yeah. my suspicions that the whole thing is a bogus. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that more in our other podcast that we're going to start. Serial eaters. Yeah, exactly. Serial eaters. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, that's mine. All right. Well, documentaries. I have been sweating more because it's getting warmer outside. <laughs> that was my gross way of saying that it is warming up in Nashville, which is beautiful and things are blooming. Um, it's a lot more green, which is really nice. But with that comes higher temperatures and I am a... And more complaining. I'm a sweaty boy. <laughs> People don't need to know that. Well, I think everybody listening probably knows that already. Not necessarily. All of our millions of listeners. There you go. Um, but for real, uh, one pretty cool thing that's been happening is I have been recording drums from home more, which is pretty awesome. Shout out to Kaylee's husband, Randy, <laughs> for uh, for hooking me up with some some gear and uh, just, you know, working on getting things sounding like I want them to. And so far, the results have been pretty great. Yeah. And side note, Randy is... You may also know him as honoraries. He yes. uh, was one of the main, I don't know how it all came together, but he is the half of our theme song. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. He is the half of <laughs> the our half. theme song. The other half. Is Randy and Corey <laughs> made our theme song and I played drums on it. So that's that's the Randy, that Randy. Yep. Not the other one. Yep. So... Big shout out to Randy for making it possible for me to record drums from home. And he makes a bunch of really great music also that is featured in television shows and commercials and all sorts of cool stuff. He's a big wig. And uh, you may hear my drums on some more of that in the future, which is pretty dope. Um, the last little bit, it's not a specific culture capsule for either one of us individually. Um, but weirdly enough, not weirdly. What are you about to say? It's not weird. This isn't... Um... <laughs> That we didn't discuss this. It is a pretty surreal experience, or will be a surreal experience, to have a baby shower. Oh, yeah. Some of our close friends are throwing us a baby shower. Uh, shout out to Rachel and Morgan. Shout out to Rachel and Morgan. Sponsor us. Um, <laughs> they're throwing us a baby shower in the next couple months, and it, it, it'll be great to you know, be able to get some of the stuff that we'll need. Um, but at the same time, kind of interesting because we have no real timeline right now about when we can expect for there to be a little bundle of joy coming home. Right. So they reached out and asked us if they could throw a shower for us, which is so sweet. And of course we said, yes, um, that would be wonderful. And they're going about it in a really great and, you know, like respectful of our timeline or lack thereof way, which is to have a gift card shower so we can get, the things that we need when we need them and um, not have to have like a room full of baby gear that doesn't get used for however long this period ends up being. So um, anyway, it's going to be fun. But it, it, Brian and I were talking about that, like how surreal that feels because it, it feels like at this point, all we've done is some paperwork and what? We're having a baby shower? <laughs> exactly. But hey, you know, crazier things have happened. That was weird. I don't know why I said that. Me either. But it's probably true. Yeah. Anyway, 
that feels like a pretty good place to stop this Apparently episode. our brains are dead this time, so <laughs> we'll cut ourselves off and let you get back to your day. Yeah, uh, or, you know, or if you're starting your day or ending your day, either way, thanks for listening to Kidding Ourselves. We yeah. really do appreciate the listenership. Um, we'd still love to engage with you guys some more, so if you have any feedback or questions or you just want to chat, well, you can always call us, but also... You can holler at us on Instagram at Kidding Ourselves Podcast. You can shoot us an email at Kidding Ourselves Podcast at gmail.com. You can send us a physical piece of mail. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to give you our address. <laughs> That's weird. I have a special request. If you are enjoying the show, would you share it with a friend or family member that you think would also enjoy it? Absolutely. And if you feel so inclined, leave us a little, a little dope review. Yes, on iTunes. We've been enjoying reading those as they come in. A lot of people are just leaving the star ratings, which is still helpful, but um, I like to read what people's comments are, So, and especially when I can tell who, who it is. But sometimes <laughs> you have to think really hard, like, who is this person? Do I really know them? We, are, we have gotten a review from a stranger, so um, I'm forgetting her name right now, and maybe it was just um, kind of a, what do you call it, like a screen name. Mm-hmm. I can't recall. Um, but thank you for that, and we're so glad you're enjoying it. Absolutely. Well, that wraps us up for this episode, so we'll see you next time. If you'd like to help bring our kiddo home, head over to adopttogether.org slash kiddingourselves. Our theme music is by honoraries and volunteers featuring Brian Cox on drums. Deep into the wild. We'll see you then.